3: Money. That's what I always
0: say. You always follow yeah, the money.
3: Yeah, This is
4: Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN.
5: Welcome in. This is Follow the Money here on vSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Pauly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Coming up in 30 minutes. What will the Eagles do at 10 overall? They also are picking at number 30. Philadelphia legend Howard Eskin will join us coming up in 30 minutes to talk about the draft, which is tomorrow night. Paulie, tonight's playoff schedule in the NBA is pretty much as good as I can recall. Four games on the docket. As you said in the first hour, how popular are the Lakers and LeBron James? Good enough to put the Knicks on NBA TV? Yeah. Wow.
4: And the, and the Knicks in a closeout spot, too. Yeah. Yeah. Monster schedule tonight. Maybe too much. <laughs> when you look at it, it's a lot to take it, in. Yep, because it's all uh, 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 two, three of the games the team's facing, three of the series, a team is facing elimination. But, you know, the, the Cavs, can they find their game offensively? And maybe not. But I've been very disappointed in Mitchell in this series, who's uh, struggled since game one. The inability to get to the free throw line, the inability from the whole team to knock down shots. How the Knicks are crashing the glass and getting these. I I cannot believe that number. They're getting, they're rebounding 37% of their own misses. Uh, Brunson has been a beast. The acquisition of Hart was huge. They are up 3 1, and Randall hasn't
5: played well since the first half of game one. That's another thing. Well, the reason why that's okay to accept is because who, I'll ask you, who's playing well for the Cavaliers? Right. So as long as the Knicks have a couple Garland of guys playing spots, well, right? yeah, yeah, Gar- yeah, Garland maybe for, was for Knicks, like the best player on the whole yeah, team. Yeah. So at some point, like at home tonight, Donovan Mitchell, again, you talk about guys who have actually you know, pretty good resumes, have done it before. This guy has had spots in the NBA playoffs where he's been dynamite. At home, guy has a lot of pride. Does he go out there tonight? He's a pro. Show up and go for 35 plus. Does yeah. he make it happen tonight? Yes,
4: I think he does. I'm, I'm a big Mitchell fan and I, I think he has a monster game tonight. Uh, The other thing, uh, Bickerstaff coaching for his job, Uh, you cannot play you know, Mobley, Allen, and Okoro at the same time. Okoro can't shoot, sometimes won't shoot, uh, to get these consistent looks and not knock them down and how bad they've been offensively, and and even Allen too. But it's just been a, a puzzling series when you consider the profile, and this is the top defensive team in the league yet can't grab a rebound. With two seven-footers. Well, I would say defensively, and, they've been okay.
5: Offensively, they've been a mess. Oh, no, sure, yeah. But, but, Complete mess. Well,
4: yeah, but the rebounding, though, is, uh, is, is uh, killing them. Yeah. I and mean, that's why they lost game one with, on the offensive boards, what the Knicks did. Um, But for again, for the second straight year, Brunson is outplaying Mitchell in the playoffs. True. And what an acquisition in assigning this guy was. So do they save their season and, and go back to the garden? I don't know. Uh, that's it, it, a lot of points, though, too, with a team that hasn't been able to crack 100 only once in the in yeah. the in the series, and I I don't want any part of the uh, the over. No way. You you made the case earlier, but the adjustment. But it's when you see it's been a rock fight, the whole series. I mean, how do you you get held to eighty points in one of the games, and how how Thibodeau and the, and the Knicks have shut this team down offensively, and they haven't had a clue.
5: Well, um, as we talk- I, I want no part of the over. As we're talking about this game, they just dropped to four and a half point favorites at points bet. They went from 5.5 to 4.5, and uh, there's also a spot offshore, I believe, that looks like uh, they went below 5 as well. So, um, 2.02 and a half, 2.02, basically the total here as well, like you talked about. I'll, I'll ask you, Pauly, because for the 5.5 that's still out there at several spots, I know this has been fun to talk about. Just pick the winner, right? They're gonna The point spread won't matter. Well, last night it did in two of the games, right? So um, Clippers lost, but they covered that huge number against the Suns. And the other game was T-Wolves yep. losing outright at Denver, but they covered the spread. That had not been happening going back to last year. Several, you know, sample sizes here, several games falling, where, again, if you're picking the winner of the game, doesn't matter if they're laying four points or 12 points, they're covering all these games. Well, now coming back to the pack a little bit, could the Cavaliers win a close game tonight? Yes, they could. But not yeah. cover. Yes. That's what I think, too. Yep. Yeah.
4: Maybe Levert does something. He, was, he played well in game two. I don't know. Garland was uh has been hit or miss uh, Mitchell's prop is 29 and a half garland 21 and a half Randall's too high 21 and a half the other thing I failed to mention is the play of RJ Barrett who's been solid mm-hmm. for the Knicks and a big reason they're up 3-1 in this series but I don't know we'll see if they find something in, I uh, actually find
5: something with their offensive game it, it hasn't been there at all I think I'm going to buy the dip. I think I'm going to go over 202.5 in the game tonight. Actually, you can find 202. I think I'm going to bet over 202 in the game. That's a 14, uh, 12, half point move since the opening game. I, I understand where the game's been being played. It's a huge drop right now. Um, and I could be wrong, for sure. Lakers, Grizzlies then, playing at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 out here in the West Coast. This game got as high as 4.5 to the Grizzlies yesterday. Bet up from the opener of 3. In fact, there's a 4.5, at least one of them still out there. But most folks have basically settled in on the Grizzlies uh, minus four, and the total is 222. We said it earlier, Grizzlies, best team at home in the league. And that stat, I mean, they this, yeah. they cannot cover, they cannot win games when they're dogs on the road. And now they come back to the friendly confines here where, I don't know, call them fortunate to actually not, not I guess they're maybe a little lucky that they, they did not get swept by the Lakers.
4: Yeah, the they, they Lakers should definitely should have won game two when you consider it Ja was out and who was out. But this is this is wild now, right? The guys who love to talk, the cocky Grizzlies now, oh, we we don't we run up the chimney. Now they refuse to talk to the media after games. How about that? Ja Moran, I'm not talking. Bain, back-to-back games, I'm not talking. Oh, interesting now. Huh? The going gets tough. Now I don't hear from
5: you. What, what happened it, to it, the tough guys? It, what happened to scoreboard, guys? Oh, sure. Where, where'd that happen? Where'd yep. that go? Yep. I do think they win the game tonight, though. Ah, uh, yeah. I know. I, I, I don't Ooh. want him to, trust me, because of uh, a Lakers future ticket that I have. But, uh, I mean, you cannot ignore how good this team has been at home. You just can't do it. I mean, they have been awesome at home all year long. And job bounce back in mm-hmm. Game 3 to have that monster game. And, it, hell, I mean, if they don't fall down 35-9 in the first quarter, they probably win that game. Um so I, I think we're going to head to a six-game here in Los Angeles, and I think that's when the Lakers would take care of them. Then,
4: well, the supporting cast here, which was so good in Game One, it was—you still won Game Four, and you didn't get much out of AD. So, but then this is where I would be concerned uh, with now with the, the schedule in games every other night, which favors Memphis, and, and you have big travel baked in there too. How does LeBron's body hold up? How's his game, AD? You know, with the bruises and all falling down all the time. What does that look like? What What do I get out of Russell? What do I get out of Hachimura again? Reeves, Vanderbilt played well. But it's a lot of this is uh, once you go on the road,
5: who knows? Yeah, you were great in game one. But what happened in game two? What's more likely to happen tonight? Davis goes for like 30-12 and or he leaves the game for eight minutes because of an injury. Ooh, tough call. It seems like he's getting banged yeah. up in every single right. one of these games. Well, I think he'll respond because of what happened in the last game. That uh,
4: he he only had 12 points and they got the win. So, And then you know Russell was enormous in the comeback, too, the other night. Hitting the back-to-back-to-back threes. Yep. And and the, I, I don't know what to make of the total, either. Uh, AD's 22-and-a-half. Mm-hmm. Reeves is 15-and-a-half. Russell's 15-and-a-half. And LeBron is tw- too high. LeBron 27 and a half. He's looking at the other guys. He's
5: not, I don't think he scores twenty. points. I can't points. I can't go over that with him. No. No, I really can't. So the winner of this series will eventually get the winner of the Warriors and Kings and Golden State laying a point and a half. Now total is 234 and a half or 235. Fox is going to play. Comes down to the injury. I mean, if he said he's going to go no matter what, I'll trust him that he's obviously going to be out there and be okay. It's something I want to watch with my own eyes tonight seeing that out there on the yep. court um if he's okay, that also tells me that we're probably going to get a lot of points again. This series has been epic so far. I would continue to listen to Mike Brown and go as fast
4: as you can, me right? Me too. Uh, no opinion, though. You're right. Because of what Fox looks like. Is he compromised? I think he'll be okay. Uh, but then again, how do you trust the Golden State team that was so bad on the road? If I told you so right now, was, Fox
5: is 100%. No. You're betting the Kings. Yeah. So am I. Yeah.
4: And the, and the over-adjustment, it was outrageous that this got the four the other way. Yep. And then it's uh, put up or shut up time for
5: Milwaukee. How about the point spread in this game? I mean, what, 11 and a half? How much of that is cooked in because they have to have the game? They literally have to have it. Otherwise, their season's done. Well, I think it's also how the last game
4: looked. Freak was still rusty. You're on the road up double digits with five minutes, and
5: Butler had the game of his life. You want to take some bucks plus money to win the series right now, assuming they won't blow this game tonight liking their chances as what would be a big road favorite in Game 6. And then if you get to a Game 7, you can maybe get creative there. If it goes Game 7, you can maybe take the heat plus the points and win both bets. Yeah. Might be an angle.
4: Well, I want to see if Holloway responds and if he wakes up, too. Uh, But you're right. Again, over is the play. I would think so. It's how they defend and refuse to make adjustments and guard the three. And that's what Miami does. You guys have that tweet about Miami and what uh, how this was from the regular season to the postseason? I mean, it doesn't make any sense how bad they were. play uh, uh, This season, 25th in offensive rating, 26th in field goal percentage, 27th in three-point percentage. In the playoffs, though, they're number one in offensive rating, they're number one in field goal percentage, and they're number one in, Come on now. Look at this.
5: That's my Maybe. concern about they're going to have a game, Paulie, where you talk about regression all the time here. They're gonna have a game where they're eight of 38 from three point land like that's it's that's gonna happen at some point yeah.
4: come on there's no excuses they don't have Ola Depot they don't have hero it's not that hard guys they're, they're going to one guy and, and take them away throw the double at him it's not difficult one more, let me throw this in there as well. well because we talked about it briefly earlier the the nuggets are open their series Saturday they're dogs. It's only the fifth time that the one seed is a dog in the second round. The previous four, the, the team won three of the four. Okay. But that's, uh, yeah, that that is bizarre where you're the one seed in the second round. Even the second round, you're underdogs. I want to see where
5: that series price goes because if the Nuggets would somehow, are, I want plus 150. I don't know if it will get that high. If they get to plus 150, I will absolutely take them. I think I talked myself into betting the Bucks to win that series, by the way. Um, NFL draft Reeler Fugazi's up next The Texans would be foolish To make this move At number two
0: betmgm and game sense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices please gamble responsibly betmgm.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older to wager washington dc only please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER
1: hey sarah i love that spring break vlog you posted on zigazoo omg you watched it yeah it was edited so well
3: This is Follow
4: the Money on VSIN. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings Odds every 10 minutes. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Get up there vsin.com.
3: Mitch Moss and Polly Howard are here to make you a friend of ours. That would mean you were made, guy. Investigating what is and isn't legit. Professor Fugazi. Professor huh? Fugazi, we we'll looked at it for two seconds. Seen through the lines to make you a better better. I know you know, and I know you know I know you know. The FTM Army is being sent for.
6: An odd thing,
3: you get sent for, you go in alive, you come out dead, and it's your best friend that does. These two wise guys would never steer you wrong. Forget about it. This is Real or Fugazi on Follow the Money.
5: Hi, Pauly. Before we get into this, Hub Arkish has covered the NFL for a long, long time. Yes. He just tweeted out a story that this is the most unsettled first round at this point he's ever seen in 45 years of scouting NFL drafts. All right. Then that's yep. pretty much what every, everybody is saying. So I'll, I'll begin here in Real or Fugazi. The Will Levis Tuesday morning steam was, in fact, Fugazi. And the Saturday steam,
4: yes, also Fugazi. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, yesterday it turned. Uh, it was a uh, Bigfoot. It was Loch Ness monster. Yep, but uh, it was worth a try. And you never know. Or it could be. Hey, I'm. Uh, I'm. I know a guy who knows a guy, and he's telling his family and friends. He's the pick. Might not be the last right? time this week where something right. like that happens. But it was also the perfect storm. It was it was two days out, totally believable because it just it coincides with the steam. With what happened uh, on Saturday, where was wait a second, the guy it's nonstop. Levis money and he's the favorite to go to. and it you saw here at circa under four and a half minus six
5: dollars. Yeah, so I'll back that up and ask you: Will Levis has a better chance in falling out of the top ten than going number two overall? Is that real or fugazi? Well, I have to I have to say it's real because he's not going two.
4: So I don't think there's. There's no way he goes two. I'm like, well, I guess it would have to be a trade. But no, nah, no one's going to trade up and take him at two. Uh, real.
5: yeah, Real. Okay. Well, yep. then, I'm glad you brought that up because no. I would I would say the Texans would be foolish. There's a, a couple of rumors out there this week. Would be foolish to trade the second pick to the Patriots for number 14 and Matt Jones. The Texans would be yeah. foolish to do that. Real or fugazi. Real.
4: Real that there was, there's too much there about New England players saying Zappi deserved a chance and more of an opportunity. And you can blame the coaching staff last year, but it was, I don't know. The offense didn't look like that when Zappi was in there for some of the games. You know, you could point, you point to the, remember when it was like, well, oh, you beat the Lions, but turned out the Lions were good. So when you beat Detroit and you you lit up Cleveland's defense mm-hmm. and you played well, certainly the offense didn't look like that with Mac Jones in there, other than the, the when they went to Minnesota.
5: Yeah, so if I'm the Texans, I would not do number two for Mac Jones in the 14. However, if the Patriots threw in another pick, maybe getting uh, 2024 involved somehow, uh, okay, now my phone is going to get answered at that point. One of the top five quarterbacks is slipping out of the first round real, or Fugazi.
4: Oh, Fugazi. I'm, I'm big on Hooker. I, I That's where you, I'm going to follow the money. And it's been nonstop for about a week and a half, two weeks. You saw a uh, plus 180, and it was down to 50, then 20, then even money, and now it's over minus $2. And then the Hooker prop keeps getting lowered down to 30 and a half with significant under, juice to the under. So I think Hooker's going. And I think, uh, man, who knows? Maybe he goes third or fourth. There are plenty of guys saying they keep hearing that a lot of teams have
5: him as the third best quarterback. I'm wondering what, what is more likely to happen. Three quarterbacks drop out of the top 10 or three quarterbacks go in the top 10. Because let's say it is young one, Levis maybe like number four. Does some team panic Around CJ Stroud and say, we got to have this guy. Yes. I would not, I still would not rule that out. Yeah.
4: I mean, once you get into
5: six, if he's still at seven, six, seven, he's still there. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Finding long shots to win offensive rookie of the year in the NFL will be the best way to approach that market. Real Rufugazi. Like shortest shots on well, the board are gonna be Bryce Young and Bijan Robinson. Yeah, you know,
4: I can't think of the, I can't think of people who've won the award going back. Hall, what was Hall? Ten to one before? Was he how high was before he? Before he got hurt? No, no. Before the season.
5: Oh, probably in double digits. Was he yeah. in that range? Well remember we had Damian Pierce at sixty five to one and yeah. if he doesn't get hurt, right. he can win the award. Yeah. Uh I, I'm drawing a
4: blank on, on the previous winners. It's
5: gonna depend on I think the landing spots overall and how they're set up actually. Because Bijan B- will probably be the shortest shot on the board yeah. to win Rookie of the Year, right? Um, and yeah. I, that probably doesn't matter where he goes. So I just I'm thinking down the board, maybe like Gibbs, probably going to be a first round pick at this uh-huh. point. Uh, in fact, he's odds on now to go first round. A guy like that, um, a tight a rookie tight ends don't produce is the only thing. But I'm thinking like a um, a quarterback who could step in based on an injury. Like, not one of these first-round picks. What about, like, a Jake Hainer? Depends on where he falls. Yeah. You know, that's the angle. Brock you, Purdy almost won the award last year. Right.
4: What are you hearing on on him? I'll ask Lombardi that tomorrow. Because I'm high on Hainer. So, so am he, I. Could he go second? Could he so go I. third round?
5: I, I think, uh, yeah, I think maybe day two might be possible for him. To piggyback what we were talking about to open the segment, mm-hmm. when a guy who has covered this league for 45 years is calling it the most... This is, like, in terms of betting, Pauly, and it's been legal in this country for five or six years now, we're currently in the middle of the most unpredictable draft since Baker Mayfield went number one overall. Is that real or Fugazi? That's real. Yes. Anything's possible tomorrow, and
4: I'm not sold on any of these quarterbacks. And that's also why, it's not also what you have this year, but what's coming next year. That May and Williams, especially Williams... That the teams at the top, if they need a quarterback, they'll say, "Not, nah, we're good. We'll wait because we know what's coming next year, too." Yeah, and how good Williams is, and and May. Yep. And who who know? You're right. It's just that I can't get past the fact that one GM said, "I only have a first round grade on
5: 15 guys." <laughs> so what? I think what you can see happen. I think there's been more than one GM actually. Yeah. To say that uh, it would be wise to draft a modern day tight end such as Dalton Kincaid or Michael Mayer. Ahead of these uh, projected first round wide receivers? Well,
4: I'll go half and half there. I, I, I'm not sold on Kincaid. I am on Mayer. And I think that he can't be like a, a kind of like a Gronk or Antonio Gates, where he's just so damn big and he's a red zone weapon like that and a big target. I, I, he, he was awesome in college. I
5: mean, I, you, you I, don't I, see that. I mean, like, a, a I don't know about the blocking, but a Kittle or just a guy can... I think both guys could be like that. I, I'm yeah. a big fan of Kincaid. I have Kincaid at plus 175 to be the first tight end. I hated to see the steam. I think he can still go first overall ahead of mayor, but I think both guys could be good. I th- I know that we've had some red flags come out this week on uh, Georgia tight end Darnell Washington. That guy's an absolute beast. And he's... I mean, watch his tape. He's like the best blocking tight end I think we've ever seen at, uh, you know, where he's at at Georgia... So if he can stay healthy and these red flags, there's nothing to see there. Or even I, a Mark Andrews. I mean, look how the Ravens yeah, use him. Yeah, that's that's the mean, thing. Like, it, if, yeah. if you have question marks about these wide receivers, like yeah. Enigma's size or Addison, you know, his productivity the last year at USC and maybe his size as well. And you don't buy Quentin Johnson. He's a tall receiver. doesn't play that way. Well, why wouldn't you go like modern day tight end, hoping they can turn out to be one of the guys that you just talked about? I would much rather have that. Look at the, the, a, a kid, a healthy Kittle. Um... Uh, Kelsey, they are total game changers at that position. What you can do to an offense? Again, again, it was you saw it in the Jacksonville playoff game. Kelsey doesn't even run a route; he just runs out, stands there, and he's he's. Wide I like old. to I like to compare him to Shaq. Yeah, Shaq's prime, just seven feet feet uh-huh. one, three hundred pounds. Go down low. Who's going to stop you? Nobody. Let's get him the ball. He's going to go up and dunk, and he's going to go for thirty seven and fifteen. What's the craziest rumor you've heard? That you actually think, um, you know what, That I, I might give that a That could happen. Well, it was yesterday. Love is to go number one overall. Oh, yep. Yeah. That was the craziest one by far. That takes the cake of the entire week. All right. How about since then? The Eagles trading up from number 10 to number oh, yeah. three. That's pretty good. To maybe take Will Anderson. I, I'm not even saying that's crazy. That's juicy. That is, uh, yeah. and that's something that when, again, you look at the history here, uh, maybe, maybe, Maybe they could... Hell, we have an Eagles guest, Howard Eskin, coming up in five minutes here. Well, Saturday, they were supposed to get Henry. Supposed to, you heard it here first. Done deal. Henry to the yeah. Eagles. Yeah. Don't you like them to take a running back eventually? Like That's why Gibbs makes so much sense yeah. to go in the first round. You know how Jerry operates with Dallas. They get infatuated with star players like that. Yeah. And uh, the Eagles could easily take a running back to replace, help replace Miles Sanders. So that could happen. We'll we'll try to find out a little bit more what the Eagles are going to do at number 10 and at number 30. Could they trade up for maybe a Will Anderson or a Jalen Carter? We'll ask the great Howard Eskin from Philadelphia his thoughts on that coming up next here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
4: Sportsbook official sports betting partner of the NBA, and during the playoffs, all customers can get a no-sweat bet on any NBA same-game parlay when you opt in. Use the code Veasan when you sign up. Got to be 21. Available to play in select states. DraftKings.com for full
5: details. More NFL draft here. We'll concentrate on the Philadelphia Eagles, currently slated to pick 10th overall tomorrow night and 30th overall in the first round. And the great Howard Eskin joins the program now. Sidelines. Brigel's broadcast, and also our pregame host, Fox 29 in Philadelphia. Good morning, sir. How are you today?
3: Never had a bad day in my life, and we're—I can't wait till we get to Thursday night. Only, only, so we don't have to listen in Philadelphia to all this nonsense by everybody, all the experts. Everybody's an expert at the draft, so um, I can't wait till we get past Thursday night. Uh, and then I can deal with the other rounds, but Thursday night's going to be a big one.
5: Well, you tell us then, as a guy who is connected to this team, obviously very close to the Eagles, what is the biggest nonsense, biggest, you know, m- most nonsensical thing that you've heard so far?
3: Bijan John Robinson, the running back out of Texas being drafted number 10 by the Eagles, will not, when I say will not, I'm pretty firm on that, will not happen. Uh, and then you, you, you hear, uh, oh, he was on this podcast, and he wants to play with Jalen Hurts. He wants to be in the top 10 is what he wants to be. Uh, and if somebody else drafts him at 6 or 7 or 8, and I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, some people project he'd be drafted at 8 by Atlanta. Uh, I don't know. They're stupid, but I don't think they're that stupid. Uh, you know, And not that he's not a really good player, but you don't draft running backs in the top ten. It just It's not productive. You usually don't get a second contract out of them without injuries. Saquon Barkley, when the Giants drafted mm-hmm. him, all these knit with giants fans that you have here in Philadelphia, and they are dopes. Uh, oh, he's a generational <laughs> player. Generate. I said, it was the wrong pick. And sure enough, it was the wrong pick. And he's not going to get another contract. You know He's not coming to the voluntary workouts because they're only going to franchise him just to keep him around. And he's been hurt at least twice during that contract. That happens to running backs as well. There's nothing good about drafting a running back not in the top ten. And I ask people, tell me the last team that drafted a running back and won a Super Bowl with the running back they drafted. Not that that running back hasn't gone somewhere else and won a Super Bowl. Tell me the last time where that's happened. And I think you have to go back at least 20 years. Mm -hmm. It it just doesn't, it just doesn't happen. You can get running backs. And this is the other problem. There's so many running backs out on the street that you can sign to one year contracts. And I think teams would rather do that right now. A lot of them, because you can always pivot and get another one another year. They're always going to be there. And in the draft, There's plenty of running backs. Uh, You can go outside, shake a tree, and 20 of them will fall out. Uh, They're all over the place. Uh, It's just just shake a tree and running backs fall out of the trees. It's it's ridiculous. Not that he's not a really good player. That's not the point. The point is you build a football team in other areas, and running back is not the area in which you build. Uh, And that's why I think that's the biggest farce and the biggest joke, and the biggest, maybe not a farce, but the biggest misinformation, oh, the Eagles are going to draft B. John Robinson at number 10. I would be so shocked, I mean beyond shocked, uh, if that would happen. So are they going to
4: trade for Henry, too, then?
3: That was another, hey, it's not social and it's not media, so forget (laughs) about social media. Uh, That was the worst information of a report Uh, in the last 10 years, he, no. And the answer to your question is no, he does not fit even a little bit with the Eagles. The Eagles people have this misnomer that they're a running team because their yards are are successful with the run. That's not what they do. Their offensive line is terrific and you're not going to, he doesn't fit their offense. You're not going to get a running back that needs the ball twenty to twenty-five times a game running the football. That's not what they do. And the Eagles—that was such a stupid report. That uh, guy, but you know, when people put stuff out there and they get people excited, and it's just—it's ridiculous. No, they're not going to get—they're uh, not going to get Henry uh, from Tennessee. Okay. And I don't know where he's going to go, and I—I wouldn't be shocked. There's a point, and nothing shocks me anymore when when teams cut players. I wouldn't be shocked if they cut him. I mean, I like Dalvin Cook, and I think Minnesota might cut him. Played in all 17 games, doesn't need the ball all the time, but he still gained 1,200 yards. Uh, The Eagles will get a running back, whether it's they sign, and they've already signed one in in Penny. uh, But they'll, they'll get another running back, whether it's signing somebody or drafting a running back later in the draft or even signing and there's no shock to see that they'll be running back signed as undrafted free agents after the draft so they, they'll get they'll get another one but it, yeah. it's not going to be uh, the the way that has been reported
4: what are they gonna do with 10 then
3: uh, they're gonna take a player <laughs> Yeah. Why are you wise? Come on! because <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> uh, it, it will be. It will be. It will be an offensive or defensive lineman. There's no question in my mind. Okay. Now, there's there's choices that you can look uh, for both. Jalen Carter is an interesting. See, that's the real the real interesting thing. He's not an angel, as we all know, uh-huh. uh, and he's got some flaws not with his game, but with uh, his personality. And I I just, I can't believe he'll get to 10. If he's at 10, they won't take three seconds to pick him. Uh, It'll be three seconds before they put that name in, uh, on that card to hand in. Uh, But I I just don't think, and I think many don't think, that he will be there at 10. Uh, You know, obviously he wouldn't make visits past uh, any team, it's not right. in the top ten right but but who knows that if he's there that would be the player but I don't think he's going to be there and many don't think he's going to be there and they're probably probably right but it, you build a team you build a team with the offensive and defensive line and it, that's the way you win and the Eagles have a great offensive line uh, but they've lost uh, they lost one last year they lost their guard Sam Allo, uh Jason Kelsey and they they drafted his what they believe is his re- placement in cam jurgens last year but kelsey will be gone lane johnson is the best right tackle in football and he played not with one torn groin with a torn groin on each side Mm -hmm. Uh, and he just and there wasn't even a hurry by uh the the person he had a block with kansas from kansas city in the super bowl he is amazing but Mm. you know he's played 10 years i mean how many more years so you need a tackle. You need a guard in the future. And just because sometimes you don't plug a guy in and they need a guard, they probably need a guard, the pl- right guard to plug in. So, you know, there's people here in Philadelphia that think Skaranski would be the guy. I don't think that's going to be the guy. But oh. again, uh, uh, no, I don't. I don't think he's going to be the guy. Uh, it's it, it just, uh, see, here's what, what really screws things up. How many quarterbacks are going to be taken in the top ten? That's really that really sets up what happens at ten. Is there going to be four quarterbacks taken in the top ten? Are there going to be five quarterbacks taken in the top ten? Uh, because people, although teams that are there may not need that quarterback, does somebody trade in to be able to get a quarterback? So that just fluctuates the whole thing. But there's no question in my mind. Just the way the Eagles, I don't think the Eagles have drafted a running back in the first round since Keith Byers. That was back in the 80s. Wow. Keith, yeah, And that didn't, you know, he was okay, but that, that, that didn't work. Uh, huh. Keith Byers came out of Ohio State. So uh, there's a lot of things that can happen, but they build on the offensive and defensive line, and that's where you win football games. And that was Andy Reid's philosophy, too. Uh, you build, look at the Super Bowl. They drafted, was it two years ago, they drafted a running back at the end of the first round, but who was their best running back in the Super Bowl? A seventh-round pick. A seventh-round pick. So that's it. But it's offensive or defensive line. And um, I don't think there's any question that that's what they're going to do. And there's, there's a few options. Uh, but there are a few options. And there's some good ones. Uh, but it won't be the running back. Well, there uh, you, as go. Much okay. as, you know, here, here's the thing with Bijan Robinson as well. He and Jalen Hurts are the same agent. So, you know, people... Yeah, people oh, connecting kind of the dots. Oh, okay. okay.
5: Yeah. Yep. All right, Howard, thanks for the time. We're up against it. We appreciate the insight.
3: Hey, you guys have a wonderful day, and let's get to tomorrow night, okay? No kidding. <laughs>
5: there you go. Have fun with it. Follow him yeah, on Twitter. He's at Howard, Esk- yeah. uh, Howard Eskin. Yeah. WIP in Philadelphia, also Fox 29 in Philly. Never had a bad day in his life, I believe him. Uh, did they have a very strong opinion on Bijan John Robinson <laughs> yes. uh, for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's uh, We'll do more on tonight's <laughs> games, updated series prices, and player props for the NBA playoffs here. And follow the money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network.
0: betmgm and game sense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices please gamble responsibly betmgm.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older to wager washington dc only please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER
1: hey sarah i love that spring break vlog you posted on zigazoo omg you watched it yeah it was edited so well
4: This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the vsin.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the leaderboard to view the betting records and ROI. Betting splits, power ratings, 24 7 video access. Become a Veasan Pro subscriber today. Sign up now only nine ninety nine. dollars dot com slash subscribe. Right, Howard so, uh, Howard Howard was fired up. Uh, he was uh, yeah uh, in a rare mood today. Yeah, wind him up and let him go. Uh, but uh, something he did say that wasn't on air was he doesn't think the Eagles have enough in terms of picks to move up. Which you, you know your scenario that they love Will Anderson, could they move up to take him? Doesn't think they have enough.
5: Or maybe even so. like a Jalen Carter. Yeah, he, he just said, yeah. n- n- not this year. He said, if they have a lot of picks next year, the way it's unfolding, but he doesn't think they're going to want to get involved. Uh, anyway, that's what he told us uh, during the break. And uh, as we said earlier today, Jalen Carter, now the odds movement here on him. He, think about this, Paulie. Yesterday, yep. he was minus $3 to go over six and a half. Today, he's almost minus $2 to go under six and a half. And that yeah. last check, even money to go fifth overall. Correct. That is a big one.
4: And again, we just... Yep, had a guest on who said, nope, not happening. I will own it if I'm wrong, but Seattle not taking him at five. But uh, could there be a, a trade there? The other big one is Paris Johnson is the favorite to go number three. Yep. After Kyler Murray has been going to bat for him and saying, take this guy. And we have seen him go now under nine and a half minus three dollars. his that prop is getting crazy. He's plus 250, Stroud plus 275, Will Anderson plus 350. So if Paris Johnson goes third, Levis or a quarterback goes four, wouldn't forget about Carter. Wouldn't Seattle take Will Anderson? I think that's the pick. That's plus three thirty. Yesterday, Richardson was the favorite to go fifth. Now he's the third choice.
5: I think if Will Anderson is there at number five overall, I do believe our guest from an hour ago, I think he has a great pulse on this team. Yeah. And I think they would go Anderson over Carter. And then what do the Lions do at number six? Because for the last week, it's been basically Devon Witherspoon going sixth overall, the cornerback. Do they go him, or would they pivot to Jalen Carter? Yep, Witherspoon minus 130, Carter plus 380. Good question. We are
4: assuming Wilson's off the board. Does Wilson go two? We're assuming Wilson goes number two overall to the Texans, yes. And your guy Zerline is uh, tweeted out again. Now he's the first guy to mock him there. Zerline who's dialed into that organization says it's either Anderson or Wilson right at number
5: 2 tomorrow. I will tell you what if Lance Zerline is right on this yeah. uh I owe that guy a stake <laughs> because <laughs> two, that'll two. be that'll be back to back years. Oh, he was Stingley. He put me on Stingley oh. on April 5th last year at 100 to 1 and then he put me on What's I, the I I have Wilson and Anderson to go number 2 overall. Yes. The, the I lose. I probably I'm an overall loser on the draft if CJ Stroud goes number two overall basically under any other potential scenario right now it's good it's a good result even if Levis goes number two overall well, I got him at plus 650 well, two weeks ago he, I tell you he's uh uh he's
4: backing it up too he's calling his shot because he's responding to these people on Twitter and he's saying you know what the fans are getting back at him. We're not taking Wilson. He goes, that, that, that's going to be the pick, okay? Yep. It's, it's it's Wilson or Anderson, he, he, and, or, he, unless they trade, unless they trade, which he doesn't think that's going to happen, but he just can't dismiss that possibility. Sure,
5: right, and he's pointed this out several times. It's like, on his personal big board, he has Will Anderson ahead of uh, Wilson. Yeah, yeah, But yet he's, and he's telling people, he goes, but, but I, I'm telling you that Wilson's going to be the pick. And they're asking him, well, why would you say that if you... Is like can you connect can you do the math at all? I think Anderson's better, yet I'm telling you Wilson's going to go number two overall if they don't trade the pick. That probably is telling you it's coming from somebody within the organization. So that's why you need to set your personal opinions aside for this time every single t- huh. you know, every single year, and don't bet what your heart says, bet what these people are telling you to do. How about eight? How about the Nolan Smith steam?
4: Robinson stole the favor to go to Atlanta Smith plus two fifty.
5: Nolan Smith was uh, still recently plus money to go top 10. That might be yeah. the pick because he could potentially yeah. be like, would you be, we're talking about all this defensive line stuff for the Eagles. Well, are you going to be stunned if Nolan Smith goes there at number 10? If Anderson and Carter are both gone, which they probably should be. Well, I, don't I, think I I th- will I'll tell you
4: the losers here could be the bears. Cause I thought, I thought the bears were going to get Carter. I thought he was going to be there. And now I, I don't know that that's, oh. that doesn't seem to be the case. Paulie, oh, yeah, so, I thought that they were they had a chance of getting Carter or Paris Johnson. Uh, right. And that's not going to happen. It appears. So what are the Bears going to do? This uh, team apparently that's going to win the Super Bowl
5: next year with these crazy bets out mm-hmm. here, the Chicago hype. Do we do we buy the Falcons taking Bijan number eight? Yeah, there was a good.
4: Was it the uh, GM? Some there was a money quote yesterday, like setting it up about. He pretty much said it without saying it. Take the best available player,
5: or does that mean a quarterback because they have uh, what people are calling their starter yeah. next year? In well, that,
4: yeah. I guess you could go that route too. But I, I, more people read into it as Robinson's the pick at eight, getting people ready for the mm. here it comes. I got. Yeah. I got to be honest. I don't think.
5: Mm. You want to get nuts? Like no. What's What's okay. going to surprise so, you tomorrow night? <laughs> If Levis goes number one, shocker. That's a shocker. The, the whole world will lose their minds if that happens. Other than that, like I, if the Falcons go Stroud or Robinson, or so- I won't be surprised. If the Lions go quarterback, I'm not going to be surprised. I, I don't know what's going to surprise me. I would love to see this
4: Reddit guy call his shot. You know what? You, <laughs> you also can't laugh at this stuff. I mean, to think, hey, yeah, okay, you, you throw some pizza money on something and you can wind up winning ten, fifteen thousand dollars 15000 Why not? What if the kid's right? You were doing radio a long time ago. Who broke the LeBron James story? The kid was working at a gym, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, working at a health club. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, it's a, I know a guy who knows a guy. LeBron's going right. back to the gap. So, yeah. well, we got okay. He's he right. got that right. So, who knows? But, I mean, this is certainly a lot of things are in play in the top five. Now, for Atlanta at uh, eight, and I would I would love to see Levis go one because then, Bam, the pick is right up, and, and then Young goes too. Stroud is 6-1 to one to go to Atlanta. Richardson's 15-1. to one. Hmm. Paris Johnson was 60, he's now 22, but then again, he's not going to be there. Wright is the favorite to go 9 now.
5: And Carter, the co-favorite with Carter, excuse me. Darnell Wright. Yes, Darnell Wright. His favorite to go 9 overall, because the thought is that Johnson could go 3rd overall, Skaransky could go ahead of them, Bears still go offensive line. By the way, that Johnson Skaronski matchup prop was always Whoa. hovering around like a dollar twenty-five for yeah. Johnson. He took off. I think he's like minus three thirty on that now in that straight-up matchup because of this, uh, you know, the steam here on him potentially going number three overall. Are we going to? What if we don't get a single trade in the top ten? Possible, unlikely, but possible. Yeah.
4: Well, if there's a couple of trades, that that changes everything too. Hmm. And this is—I don't what what was with the Will Levis team over the weekend. DraftKings, the number two pick, Wilson's the favorite. Will Hill, Caesars, Wilson's the
5: favorite. Saturday was all nothing. Will Levis everywhere. Was that all he, based on the Texans taking him, or them trading out at number two I don't know. to a team like the Patriots? I don't know.
4: I don't know. It could have been both, but I, I never, I never thought it was that the Texans were going to take Will Levis at two. That's why I got thinking about, well, wait a second—is is Carolina maybe not? That's why another reason why I thought maybe the Reddit kid was onto something. Because it didn't make any sense with the Will Levis theme over the weekend. You know what's funny about this? To?
5: It's not only. Remember what happened on Reddit a couple of months ago with the NBA? That person came out and had this detailed thing of what was going on with Jaron Jackson and his blocks and right. his defensive numbers at home compared to on the road. Right, right. Sportsbooks took Defensive Player of the Year in the NBA off the board that day. Mm-hmm. They quickly adjusted to put it back up, but. This NFL draft stuff—I mean, people won't believe anything. So, I mean, again, when it, this happened almost 24 hours ago on the show when we were live, we're like, "Maybe, maybe Levis goes to minus a thousand today." You don't know. I mean, it, it happened. With, it happened last year. Again, yeah, Walker right. to go number on Sunday. Walker was like 20 to one. The Sunday of the draft, he was a long shot to go number one overall. The thought was it's going to be Hutchinson. Uh, there were like three or four favorites leading into that thing last year, but then suddenly it's like, no. That's when the market started to find out, whispers out there, that he's going to go number one, and they were right. Mm. Yes. How about... Yes. I, and, and I, I want to say that I'm going to fall it, off my couch if Bijan goes fifth to the Seahawks. <laughs> but it, that, is, it okay. is it is Pete Carroll, and the yeah. man, they love their running backs.
4: Oh, they... T- t- what was
5: the one, a couple years ago, they took a guy who
4: had a third-round grade in the first round, and then they took Russell Wilson when they just signed Matt Flynn. That, I, th- yeah. I thought that was um, Penny. No, but going back to your earlier point, there was no talent. Who's to say what well, how, that the steam would have continued for Levis all day? Some places it did, but again, you wake yeah. up today and he's four to one, and Young's still minus a thousand. Yeah, but, yeah. But I, right here, bam! Young went from twenty-five to one to five to one to go second.
5: Yeah, Mike Palm's going to join us in studio coming to the next. VP of Circa Resort and Casino here in Las Vegas. Not a single book that I know of likes posting props for the NFL draft. So we'll ask him, how do they win? Here tomorrow night.
0: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batisse. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
1: Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool.